Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 308. I feel like there are three schools of thought I commonly see regarding hashtags on social media. One, those who pretend they don't exist or who simply don't know the power of them yet. Two, those who slap a couple random hashtags at the end of their captions for kicks like hashtag inspiration and hashtag travel. And three, those who max out their hashtags with a full-on list of strategized, optimized, engagement-driven tags on their posts. Like, am I right? And if I'm really being honest, I've fallen into each of those camps before. Now, you all know, as a true fan of maximizing my impact in social media strategy, I'm sure you can guess which category I should fall under. But what about you? What's your approach to hashtags? If you're blindly using them right now, using the same list of 30 that you've used for every single post and playing a guessing game each time you type them up or just simply not using them at all... I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you're probably not getting much of an engagement boost that strategic hashtags can totally deliver if you know how to use them right. Oh, and by the way, I feel like the word hashtag is going to sound really weird to say by the end of this episode, but hey, I'll take one for the team because this topic is actually more important for your social media strategy than you might suspect. And there's a lot of chatter out there going on right now that's spreading false info and unhelpful tips about hashtag strategy, which I will do my best to debunk in order to get you well on your way to using them in a smart and a strategic way. If you're able to use them right, you'll be more likely to create authentic engagement, attract your dream clients and followers to your feed, grow your following, and foster even greater community through your account. So let's get talking about how hashtags can help cut through the noise within social media, how to use them intentionally, where to begin with researching the right hashtags for your account, and my personal strategy about using hashtags for my own business. Are you ready? Hashtag, let's do this. That was really cheesy. (laughs) You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru Jenna Kutcher will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts. Listen in on honest conversations 
and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. Thanks to Audible for supporting Gold Digger. Start listening with a 30-day trial. Choose one audiobook plus two Audible originals absolutely free when you go to audible.com slash gold digger or text gold digger to 500-500. Thanks to Majuri for supporting Gold Digger. Majuri makes handcrafted fine jewelry for every day because you should be able to gift yourself fine jewelry and not need Valentine's Day or some other occasion as a reason. For free shipping on orders over $100, go to majuri.com slash gold digger. If you're anything like my mom, you might think hashtags are just a bunch of pound signs with some meaningless words attached to them. I mean, mom, I know you're listening and I love on our family text thread when you do like hashtag family and hashtag blessed. So you're kind of halfway there. But hashtags can be used to get incredible results on social media because they allow you to categorize and label your images. That way, they show up in searches and enable you to connect with other content and with people within that same category. It makes sense, right? So when someone searches a specific hashtag, it has its own feed or a gallery of sorts, and you can simply scroll through all the images, phrases, or statuses that people use that specific hashtag on. You can use hashtags on almost all of the platforms these days, from Facebook to Pinterest, but we're going to focus on everyone's favorite, Instagram today. Do note, though, that a lot of these tips are going to work on the other platforms as well. It's kind of an added bonus. So essentially, hashtags are like Instagram's huge filing cabinet, and each hashtag is its own file folder. So when you file away your folder using pound sign and a specific word or phrase, you want to be sure that you're organizing it in the most sensible, honest, and smart way. It's a way for you to organize your posts by category, and it allows others to find your post by searching a specific word, phrase, or category. All the Marie Kondo fans and organization lovers are nodding their heads like crazy right now. Yep, hashtagging is just a modern way of organizing your social media posts. While there is so much noise online these days and a million and a half hashtag categories, it's my firm belief that one of the most valuable ways we can use hashtags for our businesses is to eliminate the noise and only join in on conversations that matter to us and to our businesses. Getting connected to the right people, the right clients, customers, and followers starts when we identify the right hashtags that align your brand and your content with your ideal audience who's also likely seeking you out too. I mean, it'd be a shame if someone was trying to find your content and just couldn't because you weren't using hashtags, right? Maybe you hit play on this because you think hashtags are irrelevant. Get this, a post with at least one hashtag averages 12.6% more engagement than a post without one. Isn't that wild? 12.6% more engagement. But that engagement doesn't really matter if it isn't engagement from the right people. I mean, numbers alone are great, but the main focus is in quality engagement from those who will truly be interested in your business, your offers, and excited about your content, not just some bot or a random person who has zero interest in you or in buying what you're selling. 
So the key is to use hashtags with intention and efficiency. I see a lot of highly generic hashtags on Instagram, like hashtag happy, hashtag joy, hashtag happiness, hashtag joyful, hashtag what's another happy synonym. But with hashtags, you want to shoot for quality over quantity and specific over generic. If a hashtag has a few hundred thousand to more than a million uses already, like hashtag happy, then it's likely your content is just going to get buried and get lost right away within the rest of the noise and with the sheer volume of people that are using those tags. You want to be incredibly selective in the hashtags you use and make sure that they resonate with your ideal client and that it's something that your ideal client is actually searching for or will connect with. So before you know what to hashtag, we first have to focus on the who. Who is it you're trying to reach and what words, phrases, or locations would they be searching for that are going to allow them to connect with you as humans first and then with your offer second? Here are four methods that are going to help you really drive down into your ideal followers. One, location. Using location-specific hashtags to connect with others near you will help you start building your local community. Use local hashtags to reach people in your town, city, or geographical area. Now, Instagram auto-populates the most popular hashtags when you start typing one in. So let's say, for example, you're searching hashtag Los Angeles and you're an artist. Start searching for things like hashtag Los Angeles painter or hashtag Los Angeles artists, or hashtag Los Angeles creative to see what others are using and searching for. As an aside, of course, I recommend using the geotag feature to share the location of the photo or the location of where you do business, but this is a hashtag episode, so I won't dive too deep into why location tags are important, but don't skip that step too. Number two, your ideal clients hashtags. Another way to see what your ideal followers or clients are searching for is viewing some of their hashtags on their posts. Go to some of your highly engaged followers pages, like the people who like and comment on your photos or slide into your DMs and see what they're interested in. What are they posting about and what or if they're using hashtags. And if it's within your realm or industry, you might want to pick up a few of those tags to use yourself. When I was shooting weddings, I developed a great hashtag strategy that helped get my work in front of prospective clients. So instead of just hashtagging hashtag wedding, I would do hashtag Wisconsin bride, hashtag Milwaukee bride, hashtag Villa Terrace bride, hashtag Wisconsin wedding. You get the point. But nailing down your hashtag strategy, especially if you're a service-based business serving clients in a specific geographic area, can be huge for your business. When you take the time to think about what your ideal client might be searching for, connecting with, engaging with, or sharing themselves, it can help align you with them. If it's been a while since you've actually done a little research or thought about this, set aside some time to work through how you can connect with your followers beyond what you sell. Do a little market research to see the things your top engagers are posting or what other accounts they follow. This might help inspire new posts or topics that you could share on your feed in order to connect with your followers. Number three, your competitors hashtag. So look to others in your industry who are killing it with social media and engagement and take a look at how they tag their photos. Odds are they have specific and dialed in hashtags that are tailored to their industry, their geographic location, their content and their community. 
Now, I will tell you, don't just copy and paste what they're using. I once tested this out when I thought someone was stealing my list and I misspelled a word intentionally. And sure enough, people were taking my whole list and using it, including the misspelled word. I kind of had a good laugh and I'm sneaky like that. So don't just copy and paste a list of 30 different hashtags that someone else is using. But like all good things, take what's in alignment, what serves you, what can serve your audience and just leave the rest behind. So do a little thinking, a little research and investigative work. But if you find your peers or others in your industry are using hashtags that fit your content as well, start using those that fit your brand in the photos that you share. And remember, the whole abundance mindset, like your competition may be joining your conversation or vice versa, but it's what happens after your audience finds your content via the hashtag that actually matters. And lastly, number four, branded hashtags. You can also create branded hashtags, which are so useful as your business grows and as your reach expands. I use branded hashtags all the time, and I love seeing my community interact and use them too. For example, the Kutcher Condo hashtag is one that we started when we bought our place in Maui. And now the people who rent it out for their vacation also use hashtag the Kutcher Condo during their stay or to meet and mingle with others who have stayed there in the past. Branded hashtags are a great way to organize aspects of your business into a category for you and your followers to interact and engage with each other. Same goes for hashtag Gold Digger Podcast or hashtag Jenna Kutcher Presets. I mean, we have a lot of different branded hashtags for the JK brand. And here's why they matter. Let's use the Gold Digger podcast hashtag for an example. When I use it, not only can I update you when a new episode releases and share info about the podcast, but you guys can also share when you're listening and how it's impacted your life or business. I then can see and engage with those of you using that tag. Like how fun is that? It's this incredible way to create a side community within your community and keep track of one aspect of your brand. Now, there's another way to use brand hashtags, and it's for other brands. You should also be utilizing other brands' hashtags if they're featured within your post. Maybe it's a restaurant you're at or a clothing brand you're wearing, the brand of your blankets, or a picture of a company's event that you're attending. Use a brand-specific brand hashtag to be filed under their category and to potentially be featured by them, which in turn could grow your audience immensely. This was a huge way that I grew my following in the early days because I would post photos of outfits or my home and tag and hashtag the brands featured. And a lot of times they would reshare my content and give me photo credit, which got my work in front of other audiences too. So let's talk about how to conduct research and select the right hashtags. With all of these different options for categorizing your content and tapping into ongoing conversations and collections of content around them, you might be on a roll thinking about the tags that fit your business best. And I want to talk strategy here because it's a key difference between just using a hashtag because you think you have to and using a hashtag to reach a specific goal. Instagram allows up to 30 hashtags per post and resources in the past have advised making a list of 30 and slapping those same ones on everything you share. But you all probably know by now that that's not going to work anymore. The algorithm figured it out because, spoiler alert, Mark Zuckerberg is a genius. And even crazier in my research, and y'all know I love my research, I found that the algorithm penalizes Instagrammers for using hashtags that 
that are irrelevant to a photo. They are getting so smart that they are using image recognition to scan your images for what it is. Is it a tree, a dining room, a family photo? So if you post a photo of your baby and use hashtag business or hashtag marketing, the IG wizards could know based off of image recognition that you're using irrelevant tags based on what is in the photo and your content could be flagged and less likely to show up in other feeds and searches. So it is important to ask yourself, what is in this photo? What is the content inside the photo and tag based off of that? And then there's this whole concept of shadow banning. (laughs) Have you ever heard of it? It's the act of blocking a user's content on social media in such a way that the user doesn't know it's happening. If you're shadow banned on Instagram, your content doesn't appear on anyone else's feed unless they already follow you. If you feel like you're getting less engagement or you're not showing up in certain hashtags, you potentially could be shadow banned. Now, the whole shadow ban thing feels like a mythical creature, and I am not an expert on it, but we dug in to see if we could understand and teach you a little bit more about it. The shadow ban idea or method is that it's a way for Instagram to penalize people using inauthentic methods to grow their following, and it also helps deter bots. So it's actually a good thing when it comes to organic and honest growth, but it can be frustrating when or if it happens to you and you don't know that it actually happened to you. And sadly, it can happen by using a bunch of hashtags irrelevant to your content. Like who knew? Of course, Instagram doesn't openly cop to shadow banning users, but they did release a statement in February of this year addressing an issue users were experiencing with content not showing up in certain hashtags. The statement is ambiguous at best, saying that they know users have experienced issues with their hashtag search that caused posts to not show up and that they're continuing to work on improving the problem. And they also offered a pretty clear recommendation to focus on your business objective rather than relying only on hashtags. They basically just said that high quality and creative content will do best in terms of organic growth and engagement. Your content needs to be visually appealing, tell a story and be thoughtful, aka not just a copied pun or a copied list of hashtags that aren't actually relevant to the image you're sharing. To check and see if you are shadow banned, you can post a photo with an uncommon hashtag, like your name with a specific number or something else unusual. And after posting it, ask five or six people who do not follow you to search the hashtag. If none of them can see your post, you're likely shadow banned. If a couple people can see your post, you might just be facing a normal drop in engagement. It happens to everyone. Don't freak out. I get a lot of questions about what I'm wearing, and maybe you've noticed the new beautiful gold ring on my finger. I love timeless gold jewelry that you can pair with anything, so I treated myself to this piece from Majuri. That's spelled M-E-J-U-R-I, and it's the fine jewelry company that is finally changing the narrative that's existed around fine jewelry for hundreds of years. Women don't need a special occasion or somebody else gifting them. They just want high-quality fine jewelry. I love love classic timeless gold pieces like their beaded ring and their engravable necklace, both 14 karat gold. Go to Majuri.com slash gold digger and check out the pieces. They're not like, look what someone bought for me pieces, but look what I bought for myself, whether that's timeless and understated or fun statement pieces. They've removed traditional markups, and when it comes to pricing, you can see how they price each item in comparison to estimated retail costs on every single product page. A diamond 
diamond ring that's easily over $500 at a traditional retailer is less than $200 at Majuri, but not because they're cutting corners. Go check them out on Instagram or sign up to see their latest weekly drop. This week, they're featuring the 360 necklace and bracelet. Treat yourself right now. Head to Majuri.com slash Gold Digger for free shipping on orders over $100. Spelled M-E-J-U-R-I dot com slash Gold Digger. Majuri.com slash Gold Digger. I love listening to audiobooks because they make otherwise idle tasks feel inspiring and educational, enriching, and even entertaining. No one told me a little baby could produce so much laundry, but while I'm folding her adorable little outfits, I press play and listen to an audiobook with Audible. Audible has the world's largest selection of audiobooks and audio entertainment, including Audible Originals. Audible Originals are stories created exclusively for audio, including documentaries, exclusive audiobooks, and scripted shows. Audible members get more than ever before. Every month, you can choose one audiobook regardless of the price, plus two Audible Originals from a fresh selection. On top of audiobooks and Audible Originals, a member can get access to exclusive guided fitness and meditation programs. Just go to audible.com slash golddigger or text golddigger to 500-500 and browse their unmatched selection of audio content. I have a few chapters left in a book called Digital Minimalism, and it's been the perfect listen for when we're driving up to the lake house every weekend and we're ready to unplug. Actually, I think you'd love it too. So why not make that your first free audiobook? Start listening with a 30-day Audible trial. Choose one audiobook and two Audible originals absolutely free. Visit audible.com slash golddigger or text golddigger to 500-500. So how do you find out why in the world you've been shadow banned? Well, it could be because of a few things. One, you use bots or other Instagram growth automation tools. You guys know this already. This is a major no-no and Instagram has totally caught on. Two, you're using broken hashtags, which are just ones that become extremely popular and then overrun with inappropriate content. Three, your account is being reported often, and I have a feeling this isn't the case for you. Or four, you've been posting, commenting, engaging, or following people too quickly, which Instagram flags as a threat of bots. If you find out that you have been shadow banned or you think you have, it's time to shut down camp and quit Instagram altogether. I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's definitely fixable and it starts with the issue. If you're using bots or automation services, you gotta stop. Next, Google which hashtags have been banned and stop using those too. And lastly, take a full two-day break, like a full 48 hours from using Instagram at all. Like, don't even open it up. People have reported a 48-hour break can reset your account and get you back on track. So give it a shot and take this as your permission to disconnect. And most importantly, post helpful, authentic, interesting content that abides by Instagram's rules and regulations. Go figure, right? Like, it might seem slower to grow than other seemingly fast fixes, but those fast fixes are the things that often often hurt engagement or get you shadow banned. So to sum up all the points, if you're using the same list of hashtags on everything, you might have noticed dwindling engagement and fewer impressions. So please, please, please ditch that plan ASAP and start doing some research to dial it down and get way more niche for each post. It shouldn't take an hour of research for every single post. In fact, it'll only be a minute or two of your time in exchange for way higher engagement and a happier algorithm. 
every hashtag on every post should legitimately be relevant to the content that you're sharing. Beyond looking for local hashtags and hashtags your competition is using and ideal followers are following, you can brainstorm to create a master list of ideas and topics that apply to your business. One tip that came to mind when thinking about hashtags is listening back to our SEO episodes because hashtags tend to work a lot like keywords. So it might spark some fresh ideas when you think about hashtags in a new way. Jot down words, phrases, or locations that make sense for your content and your brand and enter those ideas as a hashtag into the search field on Instagram to see how many posts already exist and what kinds of accounts generally share posts using those tags to get a vibe if that tag is really a good fit for you. If you're struggling in coming up with your list of topics, ask yourself what your business is about, who does your offer serve, where do you serve your clients, and what your brand signifies. Instagram is going to auto-populate the most popular hashtags using those keywords, which will give you even more ideas for hashtags to potentially use. So for example, when I type in hashtag photography, these hashtags pull up. Hashtag nature photography, hashtag photography lovers, hashtag photography is life, hashtag photography art, and hashtag travel photography. So maybe not all of those have to do specifically with my brand. Plus all of them, they have huge amounts of associated posts. So I like to think of hashtags as kind of like hedging your bets. Do you want to be a giant fish in a tiny pond? or a tiny fish in a giant pond? Probably the first option, right? But since we're given the ability to use multiple tags in a post, I personally like to do a mix of both using more generic hashtags, knowing my work is likely going to get buried, but it does have a chance of getting seen and featured, and using more niche down versions of that tag that will make it more likely that my post will be seen and seen by the right people. Be sure that you're paying attention to the number of people who have used the hashtags and then prioritize them by the odds of reaching the right people, not just the most. You have a much greater chance of standing out if you use specific hashtags with less posts associated with them that target your dream audience rather than using a hashtag that has an enormous amount of posts attached, making it super easy for your photo to get lost immediately. So you can take those large generic tags and go even further and type in just hashtag travel photography and then more popular hashtags using that tag will pop up for you to sift through and potentially use. Niche down here to make it even more specific based on that piece of content that you're planning on sharing. Now, rather than just having a list of 30 hashtags to paste on every post of yours, you can start doing this research and creating categories and organizing different groups of hashtags based on the content you're posting about. So I teach about the JK5, where you pick five main categories that is your brand, and you can create almost little groupings of hashtags based on those five categories that are within your JK5. So Let's say you generally share about your family, beauty tips, and traveling on a budget. You want to start to curate lists of options for hyper-specific hashtags within each category or topic you post about often. Researching your peers and competitors and those in your industry who are much further ahead than you with larger followings can be a great way to get even more ideas for hashtags to potentially keep in your arsenal of options and to use occasionally. 
And know too that tags are important on posts that aren't about your work, but are meant to connect you to other humans. So don't just use hashtags in your marketing, use them for your posts that are purely created to inspire, impact, share, and connect. If you follow the JK5, you're already doing this. A great tool for getting more ideas for hashtags is using displaypurposes.com. That's displaypurposes.com. Now, there are a ton of different hashtag generators out there, but I like this one because it pulls the most closely associated hashtags to one specific hashtag that you search. If nothing else, it's at least a place to start. So when I search hashtag marketing, it pulls up all the popular hashtags that people with similar content use, like branding, social media, business, digital marketing, startup, and so on. And these are definitely more generic, so you want to be careful, but it's certainly a good tool when you're trying to get those initial keyword ideas to use for hashtags. And when you take the time to find, say, five of the right hashtag versus using 30 generic tags, it can help you reap results and see the benefits in a massive way. Taking the time to research and organize can pay off big time. So just set aside an hour or two and really dig into what tags are actually going to move the needle for you. Now, we've talked about a couple hashtag no-nos, but just to drive the point home, let's review what not to do when it comes to hashtags. Don't use 30 of the same hashtags every time. Actually, don't use any amount of the same exact hashtags every time, whether it's 5, 10, or 30. Using the same exact hashtags is easily detectable by the Instagram gods at B, aka the algorithm, and it'll land your posts in a place that bots and other rule breakers go the no engagement zone. It is way better to use a handful of strategic different hashtags every time. Next, don't use common or generic hashtags. Like I mentioned earlier, if there are a million or even a few hundred thousand people using a hashtag, you don't want to use it. Your post is just going to get lost in the noise and a whole point of using the hashtag would be pointless. Don't just Google hashtags for and then enter your industry here and copy and paste them into your post. There are so many online generators for popular hashtags for every industry. So while you can use these to get beginner intel as you niche down and create more specific hashtags, don't just take a list from an article and slap it on your post. They're often full of those overly common hashtags that'll get your posts lost in the masses. Don't use unnecessary hashtags. I notice this more on Facebook or from people who just don't know the point of hashtags. No shame in your game. But if you're hashtagging every word like hashtag end, hashtag this, hashtag what, just know you're not aligning you with any sort of targeted audience. Give your shift key a break. Those aren't doing you any good. A few strategic ones are way better. I promise. And lastly, the dark side of hashtags. There is one big downside. Has anyone been noticing an uptick in bots and spam and sketchy looking comments on their posts lately? My team and I had to delete several comments from these spammy accounts each time we posted a photo on the Gold Digger account. We want to protect the conversations that are going on in our feeds, and these accounts seem to come out of nowhere to interfere with all the productive, engaging, and interesting chats happening in the comment thread. Now, here's the thing, though. It's not really out of nowhere. We found that some of our go-to hashtags, especially on the Gold Digger Podcast Instagram account, are actually flooded with bot and spam comments. The culprit... I'm pretty sure it was hashtag entrepreneur based on similar comments I've seen on posts using that tag. 
Mistake has over 56 million posts. And if you scan the popular posts on the search page, it's being used to categorize content that is decidedly not entrepreneur content, at least not the kind that I want to be aligned with. So we opted to modify this approach. So don't be afraid to investigate, experiment and tweak and retweak your strategy on a monthly basis. Literally put a reminder in your calendar to look into your hashtags. As I mentioned earlier, Instagram auto-populates related hashtags when you enter in a keyword. So searching hashtag entrepreneur brought up other suggestions that we could use like hashtag business owner with 8 million posts or hashtag business success with about 300,000 or hashtag business mentor with 240,000 posts. So swapping out the hashtag entrepreneur tag, it filtered out nearly all of the spam comments and put our posts in front of a different audience, one that's definitely a better fit for every gold digger. So if you're seeing any weird activity on your account or an increase in bots or spam, check out your list of hashtags and dig in a bit to find the culprit. I want to share just a little bit about my personal approach to hashtags. So back in the wedding photography era of Jenna Kutcher, for the first several years of entrepreneurship, I was a wedding photographer and so many of my clients found me directly through Instagram and they found me through you guessed it, hashtags. When I was determining what type of hashtag strategy to follow, I decided I wanted to use hashtags that both got my account in front of a broader audience as well as a local audience, hedging my bets, right? Like we talked about this. And this approach allowed me to get a lot of eyes on my content and build a local audience at the same time to boost the possibility of actually getting booked. So some of the broader hashtags that I used were hashtag wedding photography, hashtag the knot, hashtag style me pretty, hashtag green wedding shoes. And these tags increased my chances of possibly getting featured on popular wedding accounts where I knew lots of brides all over the world were checking in for I do inspiration. There is also a chance that my work could get buried quickly because these hashtags were more popular, but there was still potential and an opportunity to stand out because I knew I was posting captivating, pretty photos that had the ability to be eye-catching among the feed of so many other so-so photos. Now, I shared this earlier, but the more narrow hashtags I commonly used included hashtag Wisconsin bride, hashtag Wisconsin wedding, hashtag Milwaukee wedding, and other hashtags for local vendors and venues. And these dug into the niche of my specific market and industry. The key is I would change the tags with each post based on the location of the wedding, the subject of the image, and the vendors who played a role in the contents of the photo. These tags most likely move the needle more because they connected me with specific people who actually could become my clients. So using a wide variety of hashtags that are specific and both broad and narrow is imperative to staying relevant and effective in your hashtag strategy. You'll want to be consistent and use branded hashtags that represent aspects of your business, as well as core hashtags that represent topics and the location of your company. You're also going to want to mix in new trending topics and conversations happening today. I mean, I can't tell you how much I've been seeing hashtag hot girl summer because it's apparently so trendy. I don't even know what it means, but it's of the moment right now. I am so 30. It's insane. It's important to maintain continuity with your branding while staying fresh and assessing your hashtag strategy and options on a regular basis. 
in preparation for this episode, I was kind of doing a test. And so I went an entire three weeks without using a single hashtag because I wanted to see if it was actually going to impact my engagement. Like I told you guys, like, do not be afraid to just try things and experiment. And since my team was talking about and digging into hashtag strategy, I'm like, well, let's just see what happens if I don't use any hashtags. And what's so interesting is just even using five to seven hashtags on a post that are relevant to the content that I'm sharing, it totally helps my post get more impressions and more engagement. It's insane. So let me just be the one to tell you that I've tested this out, a no hashtag strategy and implementing a really consistent, simple strategy of just five to seven tags that are quality tags. And it totally makes a difference. And to be honest, I would opt for doing five to seven quality tags over 30 tags any day of the week. So before you post another hashtag, be sure to ask yourself these three questions first. One, what is the main goal of this post? Do you want blogs to feature you? Do you want potential clients to find you? Or are you generating conversation among your community? Two, what categories does this image fall under? This image were to show up as a result of a Google search, what would someone have typed in in order to find it? Is it a specific location? Does it feature any brands? And what would people want to type in to search for it and find it? And three, do I have time to be intentional with hashtags? Am I willing to seek out and research right hashtags to reach right people for this post? Or am I just scrambling to hashtag whatever I can think of in order to get the post published? If you're just posting them to post them, the answer is no. And you might want to just save the post for a time where you can be a bit more intentional with how you plan to reach others well. So guys, there you have it. I hope you're feeling hashtag inspired. Hashtags can be a tremendous way to grow your community, to attract your dream followers and clients, and to connect with other creatives or entrepreneurs. It's an intentional way to expand your business and your reach and following. And let's be real, it's not rocket science. It just takes a few minutes of planning and research and a little thought and intentionality to reap the best results and really create content that gets onto the feeds of people you like and admire and you want to foster a community with. Use them thoughtfully and when in doubt, less is more and quality is way better than quantity. And hey, if you're listening to today's episode, I hope that you do a post about it and use hashtag gold digger podcast because you bet I'm going to be in that hashtag checking you all out. What a cool way to connect with one another inside of this community and for me to stalk your online genius. I want to make sure you're using these strategies right. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. And until next time, keep on digging your biggest hashtag goals. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more, the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you.